bath time. Uh, it's I don't know what it's like in your house, Bush, but it's a nightmare here. It's uh, it's pretty crazy here as well, actually. Uh, I can just hear I can hear rum- distant rumblings of of chaos in the background. That's what's going on in this house. You you would have heard a female a female voice go. Uh, there you go, all done now. I just want to reassure you that is my wife to my son. No, you were talking the other day about. Um, I, I don't think any kids are fans of having their air washed, are they? Really, to be honest with you, uh, no. Thea doesn't like it. I imagine Rocket doesn't like it. I, I did mention this on the show a while back, but I just want to put it back out there again. As a grown-up, I feel kind of fairly insulated against feeling un- unsettled when I'm having my hair washed. However, the barber shop around the corner that I go to, they wash your hair forwards over the sink, and it's the closest I felt to being like I'm feeling like I might be drowning. Even though I'm sat in a seat. It's the weirdest thing. I had a a right old panic attack. It took me back to being a kid. I feel like I've been in various barbershops, hairdressers, however they want to caveat themselves. I've never seen that, having your head washed forwards. (laughs) It's, it's It's very strange, isn't it? At first I was like, hello, what's going on here? But I do remember it from barbershops when I was a kid. Old, the old school head over the uh, sink. Maybe, I mean, we, we have people of all different uh, walks of life and trades that listen to this show. If you're a barber or hairdresser and you do hair washing forwards, get in touch. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. And now I've hit a working from home low this afternoon. After all these months working from home, it's rock bottom today. Let me tell you what I've been caught doing this afternoon. Bush, where do you clip your toenails? <laughs> is, that how, is this how we're starting the show? Is this what this is? I, um, well, I, I've, I've, been, I've had a couple of uh, run-ins with the law about it, but overall, I put my, my foot on the actual toilet seat and clip it over the loo. <laughs> so I have been relegated today from uh, from the office where when we've been working from home today, uh, my son's bedroom doubles up as the office uh, and it's all fine. There's a desk, there's a proper setup in there. It's all good. My wife's working a long day today. So I have she's got first dibs on the room. So I have been relegated to our bedroom and uh, I am perched with the laptop on the end of the bed. I've got a camping chair lent over broadcasting up against it but during the downtime of getting ready for the show earlier i had the bedroom window open and i was clipping my nails out onto the patio in the garden below she walks in my wife was not happy in the slightest where do you clip your nails i got told off for doing it there do you know that that is out of control richie i know know these have been a tough few months and you know things have slipped because we're all working from home and everything like that but you've gone you've gone primeval incredibly quickly bearing in mind that we were put back into this second lockdown on friday night out of the window what who who can see you from there is there any like overlooked houses Um, has someone seen you do that with your feet i'd say there's at least three back gardens that can can (laughs) can look and see me doing that but my defense is when you are clipping a nail all right the thing is it will fly off any direction for about 180 degrees you can't control where it's going so my defense is if you're doing it out of a garden literally you know out of a second floor window and it can just go anywhere it doesn't matter and it's my garden Hey, do you know the weird thing is though, and I said I mentioned there that I've had a couple of run-ins with the law, aka Katie, about it because I thought right, I'd do it in the bathroom. But what's the difference between doing it over the loo and then using the bin in the kitchen? So I started to clip my nails over the bin in the kitchen. Apparently, that's not allowed. I feel like we need clarity on this situation. 
<laughs> it appears everyone's got an opinion on it. So it's it's a glorious way to start the show. Just yes. be straight with us. Where is the correct place to clip your nails? We do need some clarity. We're, we, with all best intentions here, I know some people are saying that's disgusting, Richie, and, and I think with good reason, and we'll get to that at some point, but we do, in Richie's defence, we do need clarity as to where is okay for nail clipping. It's kind of a grey area. Martin says he normally does his on the train to work. He hasn't done them since lockdown, though. Oh, dear. Oh, I mean, it, it, oh, that's, I mean that's disgusting. Uh, that is oh, disgusting. Not that I can talk. Um, Adam uh, has gone direct and obviously dealt with the situation I'm in right now in the bedroom. He says, look, just clip them onto the bed. Then you have three options. Brush them onto the floor for the uh, Dyson operator to clear, uh, collect right. and chuck in the toilet, or collect and chuck out of the window. How would your other half be if she came in and you were cutting your toenails or f- fingernails onto the bed directly? She wouldn't be happy with that, I guess. <laughs> I think it might have gone worse than what happened when she saw me doing it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Ginger says on Twitter, look, I do mine on the back doorstep. The clippings go outside then, no problem, even with a thumbs up emoji. <laughs> look, if you've been if you if you've got a proper solution as to where these clippings go, and secondly, if you if you too have been caught doing something actually that might not be the right way to go with this let's just do it let's touch. just go 8, with 12, it <laughs> 8 12 15 for your texts or tweet us at absolute radio do you have in so many different angles on this coming in it proves that the clarity is needed in the united kingdom as to where is okay and where isn't okay uh, to cut your nails barry says are you and all these people joking about nail clippings you clearly clip your nails into a carrier bag and then put the bag in the bin end of he says stop being psychopaths <laughs> Uh, Dan says, uh, my girlfriend has put masking tape along the side of our nail clippers recently. Uh, it stops clippings flying anywhere until you knock them out. It's a game changer. That is an amazing hack. Love that one. Uh, Dan is winning so far. Uh, Dale, this has been causing problems in your house as well. What happened? Right, the other night I was sat there we were watching TV and I was listening to clipping noise. So I turned around to find my partner have her feet up on the sofa, clipping her toenails. Oh, my word. That's the humanity. What's her name? Let's name and shame this lady, Dale. It's Siobhan. <laughs> Siobhan, OK, Siobhan. Yeah. He didn't hesitate. All right, so uh, Siobhan's doing hers on the sofa. Where, where are you doing yours, Dale? Where, where in your opinion, is the correct place? In the garden. The toenail clippings could shoot off any direction they need to, and you ain't got to worry where they land. Great advice. Great life advice for all of us there tonight on Home Time. (laughs) And I'll take that as vindication because where are mine landing that come out of the bedroom window in the garden? That's two to one. I think think if you're a floor up, though, Richie, if if you're one floor up, then I think we've got problems. Well, (laughs) it's extreme toenail clipping, isn't it? It's a fun sport. Let everyone see it happen. That's a Channel 5 show, isn't it? (laughs) <laughs> it could well be. <laughs> uh, Christine, you've got an opinion on this? Well, I, I think it's hilarious. You know, my husband clips his in the lounge while he's watching the TV, generally when I'm not in the room, and then I find a nice little neat pile the oh. following morning. I, I personally clip mine over the bath. Over the over the bath? So what, you clip them into the bath and then, then what happens, Christine? I... I, I, I <laughs> 
I rest my foot on the top of the bath, feet hanging over into the bath, clip them into the bath, and then I sweep them up and then flush them down the loo. (laughs) I think the only way we're going to get a consensus on this, Bush, I mean, there's one household there, you know, two completely different things. I think once the good people at YouGov have finished doing surveys on, uh, on Brexit and COVID, we actually need them to do a nationwide vote as to what is the correct thing to do here. Definitely. I think I think it's the only way we're going to get clarity on it. And what is the ne- we we got someone else to name and shame their partner? What's your, what's your other half's name there? Uh, with this terrible <laughs> stack of stack of little oh, nail clippings on the side of the oh, sofa. Oh God, yeah, it, it's Richard. Richard, okay, that's cool. We'll, we'll just put him down. A little, we've got a little notebook on this show. His name's gone on the list. Okay, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, keep up the good work. You're hilarious. You really make my evenings. Bye. Oh, thank you. Bye bye. <laughs> If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Tonight is the night in under three hours from now. We're all going to be sitting down together in our different lounges around the United Kingdom to watch the Christmas movie Die Hard together at 8 p.m. Uh, in these weird times of isolation, uh, Richie and I wanted to do something uh, with all of you lot together, even though at the moment we're apart and I don't want to get Dame Vera Lynn on you, but we will meet again. Uh, and the main thing about this is from 8 p.m. tonight, press play at the same time. And then any observations about the movie, anything you notice, you want to say, uh, selfies, whatever, make sure you tweet them and use the hashtag hometime watch along. Uh, now, you can watch it on Sky Cinema, you can watch it on Now TV, you can watch it on Amazon Prime, you can buy it on YouTube if you want. You may even own it on VHS or DVD. Doesn't matter what format, just hit play at 8pm, then we can all watch along together. 52.7 of you voted percent, not 52.7, that would be a paltry <laughs> number of people, 52.7% of us voted to watch this movie. So there's no debate to be had about what we're watching. It is Die Hard. The only debate that is left for tonight is, Bush, what are you having for your snacks? This is key, isn't it? And I want to see some food tweets this evening. We've decided to go for a takeaway, like takeout burger. We've got a place called the Burger Bar Club near us here in Leon C, and they do good burgers. So I'm going to go for a cheeseburger. Richie, what are you going to want? What are you going to have whilst this is on? Well, there's no main meal because I had the fortitude to eat at lunchtime. Did a lovely chicken and bacon risotto, actually. Uh, so uh, tonight it's it's all about the snacks. Uh, so it's it's mulled wine, and I've bought a multi buy. You know, these days uh, you can get like those punnets of snacks from supermarkets. I've bought a yeah. punnet of chocolate orange brownies and a punnet of Rocket Road, not Rocket Road, Rocky Road. Rocky Road, that sounds fantastic. That sounds good. That's the perfect thing to eat along with a Christmas movie such as Die Hard. Yeah, thank you very much. And mulled wine as well. So that's what we're going with snack-wise. We need to, we're all watching along together, but we want to know what your snacks are going to be. That's right. Enhance the experience at home and tell us about it. Uh, apparently there's a bar in Australia that does a Die Hard cocktail menu. 
Uh, and here are some of the drinks you can make. The John McLean, which is Talica whiskey, uh, almanac, peppermint tea, rosemary syrup, lavender bitters and uh, lemon twist. The Hans Gruber is monkey shoulder whiskey uh, with cinnamon and uh, red gun honey. And then finally, there's one that we can't say on the radio. It's the Yippie Kaye MF which is Appleton rum, lemon juice, pineapple, rosemary and jasmine or great orange blossom water. I have to say, you'd have to say the Hans Gruber with the cinnamon in it actually sounds remotely festive. So I think that's what I'd go with. Uh, tell us what your snacks are. You can uh, text us 81215. Ian, what are you having? Uh, for the watch long will be a scotch egg. <laughs> How come just a scotch egg? What, what, where's the inspiration for that? Uh, well, I, I run a pub. Um, unfortunately, we're in tier four now, so I can't do anything about um, anything about selling them. So I'm going to have a Scotch egg and um, watch uh, Die Hard along with you guys. Ah, oh, Ian, tough times for you at the moment, my friend. But hey, what a snack! What a snack! Hey, yeah. Well, it was the uh, one approved by uh, old Gobe himself. That's how how we managed to keep running through tier two because Gobe said we could have a Scotch egg. We've only had a pig salad and some crisps on the side. Wow. Well, I tell you what, if ever there was a meze that was a tale of our times, it's what you're eating tonight, my friend. And uh, we'll raise a glass to you at 8 o'clock tonight. Well done. All right. Cheers. Thank you very much. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. So tonight is the night. It's the home time watch along. We're watching Die Hard, the Christmas movie together at 8pm this evening. We're interested to get your take on snack. We've got Sean on the line. Sean, what are you having? There's a big bag of cheeky balls. There's yep. going to be a box of Pringles. Uh-huh. And a, nice, and a nice glass of Baileys on ice. And I'm sharing that with my partner and her mum. <laughs> Fantastic. All of you in the house tonight for the watch along. Is there any diehard type of inspiration in those foods or is it just what you fancy eating tonight? No, that's why I like the... I can't see John McLean having a glass of ice Baileys in a month of Sundays. <laughs> I know. Well, we've got to be different, haven't we? Hey, I'll tell you what, do us one favour, just so that you are in keeping some way with Die Hard, could you all watch the, the uh, movie Barefooted, a bit like John McLean while he's creeping around the air vents? <laughs> yeah, by all means. Or at least your mother-in-law in a vest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pushing a little bit. Do you know what? I, th- I think I saw Mother-in-Law in a Vest at Reading 93. They're quite good. It's a couple of good albums. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. It's time to meet our 10th Dave of Christmas. Who's this? It's Dave from Bedford. Whee. Hey. How is Bedford? How is this particular Dave? Um, yeah, all good, mate. All good. Uh, just got one more day at work for me, and then I'm off for a week, so... Yeah, good times, good that's not, times. That's interesting, though, Dave. So you've been working right up until this. What, what do you do? What's your job? Yeah, construction. I'm a site foreman. I see. Oh. So, yeah, you guys are still working right up to, to the last minute then in that case. Till the death, yeah, that's it. And it is cold out on site as well. Yes, a very wet, very cold and muddy. It's, uh, it's not a pleasant place this time of year. I, I heard a rumour, Dave, that some builders and some people in the construction industry secretly wear tights under their jeans to keep warm. Is that true? <laughs> uh, yeah, you might you might call them tights. I call them long johns, but yeah, it depends who you speak oh, yeah. to, I suppose. Yesterday on the show, we also heard rumour of builders' socks. Uh, do you have a pair oh, of those? 
I heard. And uh, yes, I wouldn't necessarily call them builders' socks. They are just socks that have a brand on them that is a construction brand. You know, I've got some Dewalt socks. You know, right. but, <laughs> I, I would say, Dave, from this little conversation so far, you're quite touchy about the terminology of particular things. <laughs> no, 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 not really, not really. I just don't like being corrected. <laughs> Let's see what your singing's like. Uh, we, we, we certainly won't want to criticise it, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, Dave, we are honoured to have you as our 10th Dave of Christmas. Are you going to sing it loud and sing it proud for us? Have you got a good voice? Um, questionable. Well, we're about to find out. Dave, we're looking forward to it. You are our 10th Dave. Let's take it away. The 10th day of Christmas my true love gave to me. Day from Bedford. Day from Solihull. Day from Portsmouth. Day from Stubbury. Day from Addleston. Day from Rayleigh. Day from the Forest of Dean. Day from St Albans. Day from Tottenham. And a day from Nottingham. Yes, day! I knew he'd have a good singing voice. I just knew it. Raising the bar each and every night on this show with a different Dave that we speak to. Right, it is time. It's Tuesday. It's just gone six o'clock. We have a tombola. Inside it, there are 100 balls. Each one of those balls corresponds to a topic for us all to have a discussion on for the final hour of the show. It gets spun. We call it the Tuesday Tombola. Normally, uh, it would be me that spins it in the studio, but Bush and I are both at home in our bedrooms. The only person that now has guardianship of the Tombola is our producer, the Tooting Ball Botherer. It's Adem. Hey, I'm back. What a week Adem is having. He's gone viral, ended up in the Daily Mail. Now he's back on this show, spinning the Tombola. It's been out of my sight. Richie's not let me touch it for the last two and a half months since we've been back in the studio, so uh, I feel like I'm reunited with a friend. Get spinning. All right. You're building your part up. Right, going in. He's very rough with it, isn't he? Very rough with it. He was, yeah. It's ball number 10. <laughs> ball 10. Ball 10. What do you wear that your partner hates? Oh, this will be a good one. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, so we're thinking tracky bottoms. Have you got an outfit that the other half is always trying to get you to throw out? A gilet that they can't stand? Anything goes. I imagine this will be more acute because people have spent a lot of time literally in close confinement with each other over the past few months. Uh, what item have you got that your partner can't stand? Or vice versa. Graham says, uh, I brought a super ugly pineapple shirt back from Vietnam. Wore it on my first date with my missus, just to be funny. She now hates that shirt with a passion. It's a risky joke to play, that type of joke. Uh, Lee in Cambridge says, uh, My girlfriend wears a massive pair of pants with a hole in the side of them. They are like Swiss cheese. Lee, those in glass houses is all I would uh, just <laughs> give you a heads up on that one, all right? It, it, it could go the other way, that as well. Um, Holly is hanging on. Uh, what's your other half wear that you hate, Holly? Really ugly walking shoes. Okay, so your partner has got ugly walking shoes. How can you hate a pair of walking shoes? What's wrong with them? Because can he wears them with shorts all year round, regardless of what the weather is outside. It could be chucking it down with snow. Enough to insist on wearing shorts. 
He's got lovely jeans that I've bought him. He's got lovely shoes, but no, shorts and these really ugly walking shoes. Oh, so Holly, you've gone direct on this. I mean, I, I didn't for a second doubt that you haven't told him your thoughts, but you've actually bought him some nice gear to replace the stuff you hate, but he ignores yeah. it. I bought him Nike trainers and everything. He actually stands near at the moment wearing shorts, flip-flops and socks. <laughs> oh, my word. That's out of control. This guy's out of control. Well, what job does he do? If he's wearing shorts all year round, he, sound like, he sounds like he might be a postman. <laughs> no, that would be his ideal job. Um, he works for a foundry at the moment. Holly, dangerous question coming up. Is there anything that he would say in return that you wear that he dislikes? I'll ask him, is there anything I wear that you dislike? Be careful now. <laughs> he's thinking now really hard shouldn't have said this should we I, I, I wear all his hoodies he doesn't like me wear, I'm wearing one of his hoodies now there we go there we go now we realise <laughs> what's going on in that house Absolute Radio if you insist on listening to them in your own time then we can't really stop you ok let's get on with it then the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. I've said this before and I'll say this again on the subject of having your hair washed. I still think there is a service to be done where you just go in to the hairdressers, pay to have your hair washed and then you leave. No cutting goes on. Do you know what? I love that bit where they rub the top of your head. How nice is that? And how It doesn't really happen very often in life, does it? But when they give you a little tiny head rub just when they're doing your washing your hair, it's just a different world, that, isn't it? I would pay for a head rub. <laughs> <laughs> what a lovely thought to leave everyone with as we go into the night. Okay, guys, you ready for this? One, two, three, four. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Let me hear you say. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. It's over. It's done.